شد This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Buffalonian Division of the Cast Horse Podcast Network. Podcast Network built by Buffalonians for Buffalonians, featuring the Wings of Blue Cheese Podcast and the Buffalonian Podcast, with more shows on the way very soon. Find these shows wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or simply visit our website posted in the episode description. Now, without further ado, let's get into the Bills, Sabres, Hot Takes, and more. The Buffalonian Podcast. All right. Let's go. We are back with the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Callian. As always, I'm joined by none other than Dom loss and you know pending some technical difficulties we were going to bring you Katy Perry's last Friday night because this is a Friday Friday before the Bills play a game which is wild preseason game but unfortunately we, we could not because our intro just kept replaying and replaying so you know we we couldn't bring you last Friday night but we're bringing this to you this program to you on a Friday so looking forward to that Dom how are you how are you how are you my guy I mean it's been, it's been a wild couple minutes here trying to get this off the ground I mean it just seemed like our intro was a little jealous of us playing you know it's Friday night so I guess we're not playing either so yeah it's all right yeah it happens unfortunately the you know what at least I was gonna try and tie jealousy in there somehow but there's no way the bills are just they're looking good they're feeling good going into the preseason Diggs and Allen will not play tomorrow but before we get into the preseason matchup little preview of betting on the bills for the season look at that we're getting we're getting right into it um let's you were at the the red and blue game as mentioned last episode you were in the navy blue polo with the ipad strapped around your neck as a mobile ticket assistant um i was there as a viewer did not stay for very long as a fan yeah i did not stay for very long um no reason here or there but it just was you know the starters aren't playing it's just kind of like okay i'm watching you practice um, it was 85 degrees and we were in the sun for a while. And uh, I don't know. I just I, I saw a little bit of it. I saw Josh come out in the blue helmet, which was cool. Um, I saw the stadium construction, which I was looking forward to seeing. That was pretty cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular. So, you know, and it was like game day traffic. I was so aggravated driving there. I'm like, really? I mean, I guess 35,000 people for practice. That's pretty impressive for um, fan base standard. But. I mean, for for my time standard, no, I didn't want to sit in traffic like it was a game. You know, I mean, what were what were your? Did you view it afterwards or did you leave after? after I was able to see some of it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a practice. I think last year it felt like it was more of a scrimmage type. Like it was more seemed to be like more of a you know eleven on eleven going up and down the field kind of thing. This year, it was just a practice and. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot that we could discuss and take away, but I think the overall theme is it was, I don't know, even if you were whelmed, you were kind of a little underwhelmed, I would say, but it was still good to be out there. You still got, like, the vibes of, like, the team coming back, but, I mean, it, it doesn't help that, what, Knox had a drop, Kincaid had a mm-hmm. drop, Gabe Davis yeah. had a drop, so, <laughs> like, and then all of a sudden, like, all these snaps are going to Kyle Allen and Matt Barkley. And we'll talk about it later, but both of them seem to really struggle, so it wasn't really entertaining at all. And so, I don't know. And 
yeah, it was, it was cool, as you said, to see the stadium and to be there. I got to say, the blue helmet, it's all right. Like, I think it's overrated. I don't. I think the red one is significantly better than the blue helmet. That's just my opinion. But and I, I'm at my, I don't even like, I mean, blue is my favorite color, and I, I'll even stand on that hill. The red, the red helmet is better than the blue helmet. Would you agree? Um, it's tough. I, I want. Well, I saw to your story. I saw your Instagram story, and I, I, I incredibly disagree with it. I thought it was one of your worst takes. Okay, all right. So I'll, I'll lay the take out there. Um, I own both a red signed by Jim Kelly, and then just a blue replica helmet. Right, I have both of them, and I don't know. The red kind of is. It's it's stitched in with losing four Super Bowls in early two thousands, oh disgusting navy blue jerseys. Um, and the blue though, the blue, it's fresh, it's new for a new team. That's uh, a new era, a new era, literally new era field. Not anymore, but um, you know, it would. I I think I would rather see the blue. I can't say that actually though. Like I think. I still stand by my take that the red is associated with losing the four Super Bowls and a bad run in the early 2000s, right? But the blue also kind of reminds me of the New York Giants in a way, and I'm kind of like, okay. I, I disagree. I think the reds are associated with the best jerseys in team history, and the probably the best era in team history. I know now in the early 2020s, this, the, you know, the potential for this team, to, but... I mean, the those red helmets do associate with the best, the best of the franchise at, the, at that moment. The best players in the history of the franchise were playing at that time. You know, Bruce Smith, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reid, Steve Tasker, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah. I think that's what the red associates with. Also, having amazing jerseys. The blue doesn't associate with anything because we've never had a blue like a that helmet before like right but what if the blue could associate itself with josh allen hoisting the lombardi trophy well, what's like it that, even good with? that's what it could that's what it could do it goes with it the white all with... white with the blue helmet or all red with the blue helmet nah see i'm not looking i don't want to look like duke university here you want I, you I, want all red with the red helmet yeah that would be sick i don't know all, about that man all i don't blue, know about the blue that it looks like trash no well the you would wear the white helmet look... you would have the alternates helmet, it just does not work the blue helmet just strictly does not work with the logo, the color scheme. It just, it, it doesn't hit. The the red helmet is far superior. All right. Well, you'll have to let us know out there, our lovely loyal listeners, what you think. You can, you know, leave a comment and just just let us know. Do you are you vibing with the blue or are you you stuck in the mud with wanting the red back? You know, hater, hater. <laughs> hey, listen, I okay. I think red helmet. Wide right, okay, like that. That's right there. White. It's your own fault. You weren't even born then. Yeah, you. Yeah, no, no. Half the half the Bills fans weren't though. You know, I think there's a reason he wore the the he wore the red last year. Everyone got yeah. All that's crazy the reason. Yeah, and then now Josh he wears the himself. blue. I think it was a tester to see what one they actually make the alternate helmet. Josh said it himself that the red ones are better than the blue ones. So you're that immediately makes your opinion invalid. Oh, but just because Josh Allen says something, my opinion's invalid. Is that is that what that means? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? I can accept that. I'll accept it. Um, but anyway, saw him come out in the blue helmet. I'm a proponent for it. Dom is not, and that's okay. You'll just have to let us know. You'll have to let us know. We'll have to honestly, let's make we'll make a Twitter poll. How about that? Or an X poll, whatever they call it now. Um, and <laughs> and see uh 
what the uh the, what the listeners and viewers think out there just any bills fan thinks out there on twitter so um yeah but anyway you're right i mean it is it was more of a practice this year um last year felt like more of a scrimmage uh, but anyway it was when Kincaid, I saw Kincaid and Knox drop it right in front, and I was like, "Okay, all right, this is a great start. We're looking, <laughs> we're looking good right now." This is, I was about to say, I got my money's worth, but I didn't pay a thing for any of the tickets, so I can't really say that. But you know, gas, yeah, gas, whatever. I didn't drive, so I guess you know, I didn't, oh, I didn't okay. end up doing that either. But you know, I, I don't know. But I think it was cool to see them practice after you know hearing all the good things about it in the post in the preseason. See McDermott call defense. I want it. That's one other thing I was interested in. It's got to be an interesting dynamic for rooting for the offense also and Josh, but also hoping for the downfall on the drive, you know, hoping your defense gets the best of them. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm excited to see how that looks in the, the season and the preseason as well. So it'll, I, I think, you know, it was a cool experience to go see it, but I'm really looking forward. I mean, I don't know if I mentioned this yet or not on the show. I know we've talked about it. I'm looking forward to, I'll be in New Jersey on week one. I'll do a special report for, from the jets. So um, I'll be seeing that game live. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think it's a good opportunity though, for people that may not be able to come out to a game, come see the team practice, come be in the stadium and not also not, not, not having to drive, what the hour and fifteen? To, well, from us for, to Rochester. I mean, some people yeah. probably. Have. So, I respect all of that. It just it it's, it's funny to me because I think we've we've all heard the buzz about Gabe Davis probably having the best camp out of any anyone, and it is just funny to me that he was not very good <laughs> in the scrimmage because he dropped that one ball over the middle. So it was like you really like. I mean, I really, I also, the practice I went to, he was, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't very like involved in the offense when they were doing the 11 on 11. So it was just kind of funny. Like I probably picked like the two worst days to like see Gabe Davis throughout his, like his best camp of his career. And like the two days I picked to go to camp or the scrimmage, he was pretty like underwhelming. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. I mean, I think he's going to have a bounce back season either way. They also, um, I think Sal Capaccio tweeted out that Dawson Knox was having his best camp as a pro. Um, so that, I, I, you know, I'm a big Dawson Knox guy, so I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see him and Kincaid in regular season form, hopefully not dropping passes. I mean, that would be, that would be ideal, you know. But, yeah, it was, it was a cool experience uh, overall. I and mean, you're right. It's for the people who don't want to drive the hour 45, whatever it is, to Rochester from here, wherever you live in Western New York, you could be up in Lockport and that's even further, you know, or up in Lewiston, that's even further. So, um, or even further down South in Orchard park, it's even, it's, it's, it's a far drive. So, um, the fact that it was back in the backyard was a cool experience either way. So, yeah, I just think also there's definitely some, you know, takeaways, there's positives and negatives from the scrimmage. I think the biggest takeaway happens to be a negative takeaway, which is, the quarterback play outside of Josh is a huge concern. Mm-hmm. We, we we saw this for years, you know, for years, you know, signing Mitch Trubisky, trading for Case Keenum. Heck, I know it didn't work out, but drafting Jake Fromm. Like, the Bills have spent some resources on making sure the backup quarterback to Josh Allen is at least viable, where obviously the Bills will not be winning the Super Bowl 
if Josh Allen gets injured. I think that's just a fact. Yeah, Matt Barkley's not saving the season or Kyle it's Allen. Not, it's, and it's not a situation where even if he goes down for considerable time, like someone could really save it. But like with Mitch Trubisky and Case Keenum, it was kind of like, all right, like with the Josh the elbow thing, if he was really going to rest the four weeks, it's like, okay, like Case Keenum can play four games and we could go two and two and not, you know, tread water per se. This, though, if Josh misses any time, it's not even treading water. I think it's a disaster. Because I don't know how this offense is going to function. I mean, the defense would have to absolutely carry. It had to be against the soft spot of the schedule. They both look terrible. And I don't know. I'm getting, I'm a little bit more concerned about it than I thought. Because obviously you want Josh to be healthy all 17 games plus the playoffs. But that's not always the case. It wasn't the case last year, really. He was hampered a little bit. So I don't know. I, I, I think that's. The backup quarterback is the one spot where they really, yes, middle linebacker losing Tremaine, probably maybe the the spot where they probably decrease play the bat the most. But losing Case Keenum for practically nothing, I know Case Keenum's Case Keenum, but not having a real solid replacement plan for that backup quarterback position, that's a real hole in the that's up there with what what they did at middle linebacker and right tackle for me. The, the lack of moves on, on those three positions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of right on board with you. I really have nothing to add to that. It was pretty solid, if you ask me. Also, but, it was frustrating because he also, Kyle Allen, I'm, I'm talking about here, is he also missed like four snaps, like four snaps where he like mishandled or. Yep. That, that, that's a huge concern. Uh, last year was really eye opening for me is that Dolphins game of being like, wow. And also, I guess you could even see the Vikings game. They gave up the touchdown on, on a botched snap. Like, kind of don't under you underestimate how important like this snap from under center is, or even just shotgun snaps in general. I mean, look, look what happened to the Ravens in in the 2021 divisional round against the Bills. Like, their center couldn't snap the ball straight and it got Lamar concussed because he, that I was bad. He yeah, I believe he snapped it over his head, and Lamar like got nailed. Like, you don't understand how much you need a good like snap, like the snapping the ball. It's so, it's so like to the un, you know, it's so easy it seems, but then when it mistakes, it's like wow. Like, so that yeah. happened four times. I just think it's a it's a concern, and I I don't know. The Kyle Allen, Matt Barkley don't really play like Josh. Nor did Case Keenum last year. The only one that really did was Mitch. That's why it was a good backup quarterback option because at least like. Without Josh, you could have an athletic quarterback that can make some throws, but I, I I don't know with the with the crunch of the salary cap, the the I'm not saying the points of the backup quarterback, but the the strength that of the backup quarterback position that the Bills used to have doesn't seem to be there, and it could hopefully knock on wood not bite them in in the butt. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I felt the most comfortable with Mitch Trubisky, right? You mentioned him. I personally felt the most comfortable with him with Josh Allen, but it's tough because like last year, Allen's elbow, right? That was a huge thing at the end of the season. People thought, you know, it could have been torn that week. It could have been whatever. Like we didn't have, I, I, I still think either way we put in Keenum or Barkley. We lost, we lose that game. We lost it anyway, but uh <laughs> What a horrible game. I'm sorry. I had to just that I watched the sh- the quarterback show and that whole that game was a huge centerpiece of like the second episode with Kirk. And um wow. Anyway, back on track here. Um I don't think I would rather 
Trubisky, I would have been confident in coming in and taking that week off of Josh's hands, right? And maybe putting up a chance, a better chance. Keenum, Kyle Allen, Matt Barkley. Sorry, Barkley, you put up a good fight against the Jets a couple years ago and really, you know, solidified your spot as a third stringer. But that, that was really it, you know? Like, I, I don't have confidence that if Josh does go down and he needs to rest in order to come back and be able to take the team further into the postseason, that we have that. I really, I really don't think we have that. And that's scary because, as I mentioned, the closest thing we had to it was definitely Mitch Trubisky because he plays similarly to Allen. He could play in the same system and be somewhat okay, you know? But I would I agree. Know. But I mean, there's some some positives I really like. Uh, Latavius Murray, I think, is going to have a bigger impact on this team than I thought when they signed him. What, what two weeks after free agency? Damien Harris looks pretty good. So having that like power back and short yardage, not having to rely on Josh in the red zone or short yardage as much, I think is going to be good stuff. Very, very beneficial. Now my concern would be, well, it's positive and negative. The defensive line looked very good. And we say that every year, and then by the time we get to December or January, for whatever reason, the defensive line just seems to – I I don't want to say they get figured out, but they just never play – they never – the defensive line for the Bills never seem to be playing at their best come January. It seems to be coming the first couple of weeks of the year, and then they kind of tail off and become you know, very inconsistent. So maybe this year of more depth, getting Von back, it won't, it won't be good at that, but – the lack of depth in the offensive line, especially the offensive tackle position, is, you know, you have a good one in Deion Dawkins, and then Spencer Brown, we've talked about him being potentially the worst right tackle in football. Yeah. And Clattenberry and Brandon Shell aren't really dudes that are – give you a lot of hope uh, to, you know, supplant Brown to be better than Brown or even play when Brown's injured, so – I don't know. The second the second team offensive line did not play very well in the scrimmage. And I mean, listen, the second team defensive line is very good. It could be a lot of start NFL stutters, I believe. Still a concern though, uh, for me, the the depths of the offensive line if they get ravaged by injury, which they did last year as well. Yeah. Yeah. If Mitch Morse gets his seventh or eighth concussion with the Bills, I mean, what are the odds he keeps playing? You know, you're gonna have to you there's gotta be there's got to be some depth. I hope, I hope we're wrong on it. And maybe they've had a good camp and they're sneaky. Something's going to happen. I don't, I'm not confident in that at all. You know who I am confident in though is Puna Ford. I love that guy. A little stocky, big guy. He's making a difference. I'm telling you on the defense, he's going to be amazing. I, I love it. The defense does look good. And yes, like you said, we said that last season and they always seem to just kind of fizzle out and get figured out. But I think the Bills' defense, with Von Miller being healthy, and then you've got Greg Russo and Leonard Floyd now, who has a whole other, you know, threat to that defense. I mean, have you? Did you see the video of the Dolphins' scrimmage against the Falcons? Tua got he would have gotten sacked like eight times if it was a it was a real game. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, see. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I I think I don't know, and I I've seen all the memes. Tua is not making it this season or whatever. I mean. They, they could really it's a it's a scrimmage at the end of the day, but um, the Bills defense, I think, is going to be not a false facade of a top five defense. It's going to be a top five defense. I, I can confidently yeah. say that, I think. Well, and with know, McDermott's McDermott. a little more aggressive. I'm very excited about that again. Yeah, it's it seems to be that it's a 50 50 battle middle linebacker between Dobbs and Bernard. Bernard had a hamstring injury the other day, though, so 
I guess that's that's something to monitor. Um, and then throwing back, the I mean, cornerback, you have no idea. I'm sorry, like between Elam, Jackson, and Benford, like it seemed like Benford was out of it, and then apparently he had a, a really good day. I believe Wednesday, maybe Tuesday this week, and it got him right back in the competition. So that that two two spots in that defense are really up for grabs. But yeah, it's an interesting unit. I think it was interesting when the depth chart, uh, the Official depth chart was released by the Bills. I, I don't know how much you want to really truly look into it, but quote unquote official, yeah, yeah. But having you know, Puna Ford, the fifth defensive tackle, I thought was interesting. Um, that was a little confusing for me just because I think, yes, Tim Settle's had a good camp, Jordan Phillips coming back from injury, but we saw know, how think, Tim Settle performed last year, man. I don't know. I feel like I don't know that 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 to me was like the one that was like really shaky and then obviously like having you seen cornerback and middle linebacker not really be figured out but um it, it, it should be interesting obviously having you know aj epinesa and lone ford is your second team defensive edges so no buggy or shack uh kind of be you know they're not going to keep six well well maybe they do keep five edges because maybe well, i don't but see i don't think von is going to go on the pub it seems mm-hmm yeah. And so if he doesn't go on the pub and he's on uh, your active 53-man roster, I have a hard time thinking they will keep six edge rushers and five defensive tackles. I mean, that's yeah. 11, 11 players. So I I, I would assume one of Boogie Basham and Shaq Lawson get lost. And I don't know in that defensive tackle room. I guess we're just going to see this preseason and the rest of the practices, what happens there. But. I don't know. It's 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 definitely going to be an interesting couple of weeks. Who makes the the you know the last couple of spots? Who I mean, we saw last year Cody Ford get traded for a fifth round pick. Maybe there's potential for Brandon Bean to kind of work his magic and get more picks. He has, or he has traded back a couple times last draft to get more picks at the end of the last this year's draft. Now maybe there's potential for more of that. Maybe he uses one of those picks to get someone from an outlets on the roster, but not really that much salary cap. So. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting three weeks with the preseason games. I'll tell you that for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be watching them all on TV. I will not be at a preseason game. But well, I mean, one, the only one, per, the only I should say the only one person, the only one in Buffalo is in Buffalo. tomorrow. And it's supposed yeah. to be terrible weather. Yeah. Yeah. Mobile ticket. You could you could see Dom tomorrow if, if you're going to the preseason game. I mean, it's, I, it, you know, it's going to be interesting um, in the weather. Obviously, no Allen, no Diggs. Maybe Davis. Like, it's going to be interesting how Kincaid, Knox, Davis, how they play in the rain. I definitely think it's a learning, you know, a way for – obviously, they've played a practice or two in the rain at, at St. John Fisher, but playing a legit game in the rain I think actually does really bode very well for the Bills and in learning new uh, a new experience that they can't – I mean, you can't really practice for the rain. I mean, you could, you can't practice for the rain, but, like, actually playing in the rain – a game in the rain is a little bit different from practicing in it, so. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. And also, here's a practice tactic I want to toss out there for you and just see. Oh, you God. Know, we're an open stadium. New stadium's going to be open as well. Field is exposed to the elements, okay? You know how Holiday Valley has those snowmakers come, like, October? Like, you could – you know, when it's cool enough to sustain them, they can keep pumping it. Bill's yeah. practice field should be filled with snow 24-7 as soon as as soon as soon November rolls around. They should be practicing in with big fans blowing snow everywhere, blizzard conditions. Just imagine how great they would be without that then. If, if, that, if that was the everyday practice and how amazing they would be in it, we wouldn't have to watch, quote-unquote, 
what it was when we saw it. Damian Harris run 45 times. Maybe he's still in Bill Belichick's pocket. We have no idea. Okay. We have no idea what sneaky Bill's doing, but he's got a good quarterback. I watched that game last night, the preseason game. Uh, who's number 16? What's his name? Malik Cunningham, their third Mal- string quarterback. Come on, Joe. Malik Cunningham. I wide receiver slash quarterback. Is he the next Julian Edelman? That's the question. No, I mean, it's what it's the preseason. It'll be they gave a $200,000 signing bonus. They buffed them big time for three years. It's wild for an we'll undrafted see. free agent. We'll see. I mean, it will, it will definitely be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see the Bills have done pretty well in the preseason for the most part. Other than they lost the game after the Matariza. I think that just snapped a pretty significant winning. I think they had the second longest winning streak in the preseason at the time behind the Ravens, who never seen it's like their Super Bowl to go four and well now three and zero. Yeah. every year so it's definitely going to be interesting seeing Did i tell you the mistake i made the rookies in action now what is it so you know the hall of fame game sure you know how, you know how they say never to bet on the preseason you bet on the preseason i bet on the i bet on the preseason i took the jets by 14 points <laughs> 14 yeah two touchdowns two scores Man, I wonder who, who you fire your financial advisor after that one. It was okay. It was it was a. Did you fire your financial advisor? No, I didn't fire. My, I'm my own financial advisor. It was a twenty dollars bet. Yourself. Yeah, I know it was a twenty dollars bet for Jets plus fourteen. Hard knocks. Did hard knocks get you? Is that why? No, they didn't get me. I just I don't believe in the Cleveland Browns, but you know the preseason. I think it happened. This, but... this honestly hammers the fact home that you never bet on the New York Jets. Never. I will not even I don't think I'll bet on the opener for the Bills in the Jets because you just never you never bet when the Jets are involved. They're not they're not a good team to bet with. I'm telling you. It ain't good. Oh. I Sorry, think, I just had to throw that out there. I, had to tell I think we're going to really see a lot in the competitions and it's going to be an exciting time to you know see Dalton Kincaid's first action real life action real life yep. action action in, against the NFL in team. Game action. In game action. Thank you. In game mm-hmm. action. Uh, and seeing all these other new additions, Trent Shurfield, uh, Dante Hardy, you know, who wins that return job, T-Bass, who's been lighting it up so far in training camp, hit one from 56 uh, when we were at the scrimmage. So, yeah, it's it's exciting time. Listen, the team is good. The roster is good. The fringe players are also good. So mm-hmm. you're not going to see actually horrific football. Like, man, back in those drought years, those preseason games were brutal because it was not only was the team bad, but then the fringe players were also bad as well. This year, you're going to see a lot of players who are not just auditioning for the Bills, but auditioning for the other 31 teams across the NFL. And yeah, it should be it should be a fun time. No, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The preseason, um, it gets boring at the third game because you're like, okay, let's just play real football with all the starters at this point. But the first couple of weeks, seeing how everything looks, how every you know the depth of each team looks, is very very interesting. So I'm really looking forward to it. And um, what should we call it? All right, let's make predictions right now. I was just about to ask. Do you want to? You want to do a let's, mini betting on the Bills for the Bills? No, let's let's make our let's make our predictions right now on who is going to be the starting middle linebacker come week one and the starting cornerback to come week one as well. Terrell Dodson, he's going to be the starting linebacker. I agree. And cornerback. I want to say it's going to be Dane Jackson. I think he's the favorite for it. I'm as much go, as I want to see Elam, I want. I think Dane Jackson. I'm going to go be. Christian Benford. Oh, you're going I Benford. I think he comes all the way back. 
he looked good last year until he got injured. So, I mean, that's very, very, that's a plausible take. Absolutely. Hey, he was one of the stars last year of Dane Jackson week one. So I think he gets the nod. He yeah. comes all the way back for the boys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm on board with you on that, honestly. I, but I, I think Dane Jackson might be the, the one who's in the position. I think they're going to rotate, truthfully. I think we'll see all of them. But um, I think Dane, Dane Jackson is named to the position, I would say. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it as much as I can. Pre-season. It's good to see the Bills back in action, even just the preseason. Right. I can't believe we're at this point. I mean, we, I can't. We, it's been a freaking long time. Doesn't feel like it though, but it does. Yes, it does. Time. Yeah. Yes, it does. It does, but it doesn't. I guess. Yeah. I just the yeah. way last season ended is just like I. I want this. You know, all the talk about the Diggs drama. What happened at the end of last year? Is there? Oh rift? my god! Yeah. Like it's just it's just time to like put put the pads on, kick off the 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 big the big pig skin in the air and, and get going. I just want to see Matt Milano folding chair annihilate every quarterback that we play this year. Joe Burrow, I want to see folded up. Well, actually, his injury now has been extended, has it not? They said Zach Taylor was like several weeks or whatever, and then he said several weeks from when I said several weeks or something like that. So I was like, okay, all right, I don't, I don't know. know. Calves are, I mean, this isn't, I, I Caps, wish Caps no, no joke. will, but the calf was the big problem with KD and when he was with the Warriors, and then he came back and blew out his Achilles. So you hope that doesn't happen. So listen, it makes sense that they're being cautious and there's no reason for them not to be. It's training camp, and as Burrow, Burrow really hasn't had training camp throughout his entire career. And look at him. Oh, one thing I do have to add before we go on to the would you rather and all that. Josh being quarterback four in the NFL 100 is pretty laughable, but I will say this is that it is a ranking off last year and Josh being ranked quarterback four based off last year's performance is not the end of the world. No, Uh, it's not. I'm not. I do not believe Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. He went to the Super Bowl. You can make, it's not like he went to the Super Bowl. It's you can make an argument that he had a better season than Josh Allen did. Yes. And, and Josh Allen also, like we mentioned, his his UCL injury, all of that play into it. So yeah, so I think you make an argument that he was the fourth best quarterback in the league. Had the fourth, I should, I should say fourth best quarterback in the league. That's where I think it's wrong. I think you can make the uh, it's easy to make the argument that Josh had the fourth best quarterback season. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. he's the fourth best in the league, but he had the fourth best season. Yeah, and I think I'll also like I mentioned, Jalen Hurts went to the Super Bowl. He's running hot in a lot of the players see it like that so i did like the video for josh though chris jones saying now he's nasty or whatever like he'll he'll talk nasty to you out there or whatever it it was just love to see the dog in josh allen at all times i I just love it but without further ado dom as you mentioned i think it is time for some would you rather hot takes and more what do you think let's go let's go so let me pull out my notes because i made them before all the weird technical stuff happened so now now I can remember what I was going to do. I'll do first, I'll do the would you rather, and then we'll get the past the prime hall of fame. Cause this could be a controversial run. I don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll in- induct them or not, but okay. So would you rather, I was thinking of like Bill's games and my experiences, right? And you've been at a lot of those experiences with me. So <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking I went to a preseason game last two summers ago, maybe. It was horrible sitting there 
in the hot blazing sun, right? Sweating through jerseys. That's how bad it was. Okay. Not to get graphic. Well, that's right your own fault for wearing a jersey to a preseason game. I digress. <laughs> but also, we've had an experience of being absolutely oh, frigid at cold games, right? We were, I, I found the video. I think I sent it to you like two weeks ago of us sitting in the, the nosebleeds for that New England game Monday night. And you could see the wind just whipping everywhere. And it that was no. Our, our one mistake that game was we were so early. We were in our seats of like an hour before the game. Like that, we did that's find how out though. We, yeah, yeah. We did find out I didn't need gloves though. My hands just stayed warm the entire time. Yeah, you're weird like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, somehow that happened. But my question is, would you rather sit through an August Bills game, say it's not preseason, say it was like an actual game, okay? Hypothetical so like a, So like a September game that's like 80 degrees. Home openers, 85 degrees, 90% humidity outside, okay? Uh, or negative wind chills in December. Oh, wow. Or January even. <laughs> I'll I'll or sit in my garage and eat pizza like we do in the winter time. I mean, definitely sit in the garage. So you're saying, <laughs> yeah, definitely that 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 option C. I think I would do the windshield one. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm you know me. I'm a skinny guy, so I I probably should say the heat. But I think the problem with the heat one is that it'll be so hot and there's going to be sixty thousand people and you're arm in arm pretty much and. If you're not hydrated, you're definitely gonna pass out. So mm-hmm. also, it's the preseason. I'm not the sessions of the preseason, but it'll be one of the first couple games of the year, and it doesn't have. I mean, that's, every game matters, but it kind of doesn't. Like I, I, it, every game matters, but like at the moment, you don't feel that way until the end of the year. Where it's like, man, that game in September really mattered. So in the cold, yeah, every game is gonna matter because like, oh my god, this is the stretch run. It's like the end. We were both at the Miami playoffs, game last like, year. Yeah, I would rather do that because it's 60,000 people. You could always just be super – I mean, as long as you're smart, I feel, and just wear a bunch of layers, you're going to be appropriately enough dressed where really you'll be fine. So, yeah, I'll do the cold. I'll, I'll tough it out. Show my true buffalo blood. See, I, I'm with you on the cold. I'm one of those people I'd rather be cold than hot anyway. Like in I'm not setting. that kind of guy, but I, I to the extremes probably. Yeah, I mean, I set my thermostat every night to 60, 62 degrees. We get to about 65, but – I mean, that's that's how I'd rather be a cold than hot. And uh, it's easier to take layers off than have to put them on. Oh, look at you. So if I have to take a couple off because I bundled up too much and uh, not be able to take any more off because it's so hot, then, you know, we have a problem there. So because um, then you might catch a case depending on who you're in. Never mind. I'm not I'm not going to further further talk about that. But um, anyway, that was I, I'm with you on the cold there. I'm going cold. But. Now, past their prime Hall of Fame. He, this player had a tenure with the Bills. He played elsewhere before the Bills. I'm not going to tell you where because it might be a giveaway. He was a very core piece to the Bills in Josh Allen's upbringing. Okay. Now, bounced around a little bit. We got him back in the middle of last season. Cole Beasley, past their prime. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's not going to get nearly 1,000 yards of the Giants. Yeah. yeah. Are right. supposed to be controversial, my boy? I don't know. I guess I guess you could if he had like a preseason last year and didn't come in off of you know retirement or whatever, like yeah, I guess he played with Tampa Bay, but um, you know, if hey, is he passed on the playoffs? He did, he did, yeah. <laughs> but um 
Yeah, Cole Beasley passed his prime. He's in he's the latest inductee to the Pastor Prime Hall of Fame. Would you look at that? And now I think it's time for our new game, Sporkle, as you would like to say. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that up right now. We're gonna get that ready to go. In this game that we found kind of taps into a new passion of our or not a new passion, a side passion, I should say, and also passion of Star Wars. And um, we are going to see if we can name NFL teams by a Star Wars helmet. Well, four minutes to do this one. We learned after last time that we did not give our we we did not even look at the the quiz last time. Um, it was only a minute long, and it was just rapid fire. That was not good. So this is four minutes. We have some time to talk about it. So. We we shall see how it goes. Dom, are you ready to to start this thing? Let's go. We gave, Dom, right. we gave Dom master control of this game, so we're gonna see how this goes. Yeah, you're gonna see my terrible spelling. It's okay. If right. we, it might be a clicker. We don't know. Could be a clicker. Potentially. All right. Three. We have four minutes. Here we go. Thirty-two questions. Right. First one is definitely the Chiefs. Yeah. Is that that was the first oh. one already on there? Yep. Second one. Dolphins. Dolphins. Greedo. Oh God, your brother would love that. Next Broncos. One, the Broncos. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> I, I actually know. love that. The NFL spell. should should partner up with Lucasfilm on I that. Like spell. the minor league. Next baseball. one's the Seahawks of the Waddles. Waddles. Packers. Oh, the Huts. Niners. San Francisco with, 49ers. With the Oh, the Jedi's is the Patriots of It's Bill Belichick as a Jedi. You've got to be kidding me right now. Uh, the oh. commanders of the Gungans. <laughs> How the is Bills that so on the, point? Well, the Banthas. The, the Banthas. That's With the red helmet. Though. Did you see that? I have no idea helmet? who this is. Jags. Jaguars. Yeah. As the Wookiees. That was a tough logo, actually. Definitely the, the Ravens. Minute in, love and right. The Rancors. The, the Rancors. Bengals. Bengals for the. I don't even know how to say that. Yeah. Zabrox? Cowboys for the yeah. Rebels. Of course. Make them the 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 star of the franchise. Definitely Giants, the Giants. The Walkers. Walkers. Bears for the Wombats. Six halfway. So 16 down, 16 to go. Colts. A little over halfway time wise, too. Interceptors is the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Vikings are the I don't even know what those are. I don't either. The Yodas, the Yodas or the Eagles. Eagles that's that actually one. perfect. 20 down. Uh, the I can't read that, but they're the Panthers. The lightsabers oh, are the Chargers. Chargers. That's an old color for the Chargers, too. It is. That's why it got me. The Jordicas are the Steelers. <laughs> the, oh, Vaders. the Raiders. The Vaders are the Raiders. I love it. We forced the way there. These are the Rams. Mm-hmm. 25 minute 50 to go. Mandalorians or the Titans? Titans, come on, come on. Can't Such a good Titans. This has Almost to be there. the, the Browns. Browns as the Jawas. Of course, are the Jawas. That's perfect. Five to go. The, the Tampa Bay Tuscan the... Raiders. That's Tampa Bay. Uh, the uh, Houston. Faces the Texans. That's from Clone Wars. The Royal Guards are the Cardinals. Oh my god, I'm choking. Baseball Cardinals. 
C-A-R-D-I-N-A-L-S. Right. I, I just can't spell sometimes. That's Saints. the Saints as... The androids. C-3PO. One to go with a mint 10. And the X-Wings or the New York Jets. 100%. Perfect. Average score is 80%. How? 88%. With a, 88%. And we did it with a minute 9. Would you look at that? Would you and look that, at that? ladies and gentlemen, is how you do it. It's how you do it. I mean... If you're watching on video, you definitely, you know, you could you could guess along with us. If not, if you're listening, um, check it out on Sporkle. NFL yeah, pause, teams. pause before we do it. And then yeah, and pause back. before we do it and see how we do. Um, we, Actually, we, probably do. Should, we, should, we probably should have put that disclaimer before we. Uh, it's okay. Start. I mean, it, it's whatever. I'll throw it in the description when we post. I, mean, episode, I, guess, I guess they can still do it now after we did. It's not like we like, well, I guess we did say the name. So no, man, that didn't work. Whatever. I mean, it, it works. But yeah, if you're watching on video and you hear us queuing it up, just pause it, see how you do. If you're listening, go check it out. Sporkle has some great quizzes. No, we are not endorsed in any way. We just like the website. So um, we just went with it. But... Very addy, though. So just watch that. Yes. Especially when we're trying to share the screen, it lags at first because the ads kind of, the cookies kind of take over. So um, without further ado. Yeah, right. Cookie Monster. Yeah. Without further ado, I think that's going to do it for this edition of the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and I was joined by, as always, Dom Loss. And Dom, how do you always end these, buddy? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills.